welcome to Season 3 of Shine Time Radio, an unedited monthly podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for my favourite kind of folk, those dreamers, the schemers, and the magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach, and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Hello, everyone. Welcome, finally, to September's episode of Shine Time Coaching, Shine Time Radio, I apologize. Um, this month was meant to be all about joy and cultivating joy and how we can create more joy in our lives and be more present to that. Um, and then, really, it's been hard. <laughs> So then the focus became on how can we cultivate joy when things feel hard, um, which I think we can all relate to right now. So uh, I have a friend and I'm, you know, and I, we were kind of laughing about how you're talking about joy and you, and wanting to create that, um, you know, focus around that and all really all I wanted to be was like fuck joy <laughs> who cares <laughs> because things have just been well heavy and hard at times um also lovely and fine um and then I thought perhaps this is the most important thing to talk about is how do we cultivate and allow joy into our lives when things don't always feel very joyful. And that's life, isn't it? Like life isn't just 100% 24 hours a day, seven days a week, joyful. Um, and I think the way things are right now, and the more that we're aware of, that joy becomes almost this, another thing in our to do list. And another thing that feels like we're failing at, or another thing that we just can't quite access. So I wanted to speak a little bit about that today to just a recognize that uh, I understand that I'm in that um, we've had a couple of things going on that just make things feel a bit sticky and heavy. Um, and actually, what I've noticed is that cultivating tiny moments or what Nagar Fanuni calls as microdosing joy so finding tiny moments of joy has become almost it becomes more important i think um it almost allows you to see where there are tiny teeny tiny moments of joy within every bit of our day or within our days or within moments of our days where actually if we were paying attention to them we would be able to allow them in be able excuse me to allow them in and we'd be able to maybe access them a little bit better. So I want to speak to that this month. And I think it evolved very nicely. And I think it is um, something that we're all, we can all probably relate to. So how do you make sure you're tending to joyful things when things feel hard and sticky and weird and tough? Like, sometimes it does feel like we just cannot access joy at all. Sometimes we feel guilt for having joyful moments, you know, when things are feeling heavy or hard or um, there's grief that we're dealing with or there's um, uncertainty or anything, right? There can be that feeling of guilt as well or that feeling of like, who are we to have joy in this moment when so many others 
you know, are suffering and, and things are so hard right now for so many. And, and sometimes we can feel numb to things, you know, like we can't even, we can observe that maybe something is a joyful moment or there's joy in something, but we can't access it because we're in survival mode. So, you know, joy just can't even get a look in because we're just in pure survival mode. Um, yeah, so it felt at first I was like, is it appropriate to do a month around joy when I'm not feeling so joyful all the time? Or when there's so many big, heavy things happening, when there's so much uncertainty in the world, when there's so much grief and trauma and things that people are going through all the time. Um, and I think that actually in these tricky times, maybe tending to our teeny tiny little seeds of joy is even more important. You know, maybe keeping a flicker of hope is all we can manage you know, but maybe we can open up a little bit more. And joy, I think, has often pre been presented of the, as a sort of ecstatic, um, big feeling, and there's like big heft to it, right? But actually, in contemplation, I realized that most of my joy comes from the simplest and smallest of moments, that small things that really actually are the big things, you know, like, the simplicity of things and the ease of things when there are those moments, like, you know, I made myself a big list. I highly recommend doing this, um, of things that brought me a, a glimpse of joy or a moment of joy or a moment of peace or ease or simplicity or whatever it is that you're feeling you need, you know, that you'd like to focus on just now. And, it, you know, it was things like the sun on my toes. It was laying in the hammock and there was, the sun was on my toes and my face was in the shade and it was, gorgeous and it felt the warmth of it felt wonderful even just having the air on my toes you know and then at the same time I noticed there was a bee buzzing away working away in the fireweed that was just next to where my hammock is and just the gentle swing of it and the feel of the wind and um yeah and I thought this brings me joy this is joyful you know, taking time there to read my book and read words from somebody who I admire very much, whose poetry always uh, and whose writing always really speaks to me. And I was doing that at the same time. And I thought, this is joy. This brings me joy. And most of my joy comes in that way, comes in that format. It's tiny little moments or, or everyday things that bring me a sense of contentment or peace and I just think this is where joy is right now, perhaps. <laughs> and, you know, and at the same time, just a little bit beyond that, the kids were let out. We live next to a school and the kids were let out for lunch. And that listening to them play and listening to their joy as they were playing. And, you know, at the same time, the wind was in the wind chimes and it was in the eucalyptus leaves. And my puppy was my giant puppy was running about and kept trying to jump into the hammock, you know, or bringing me a ball and putting his big silly face in my face. It was that kind of thing where I'm like, this is, this is joy. And I was still felt deep sadness. I'd still felt, uh, on edge and anxious and overwhelmed. But at the same time, I felt joy. And I thought, well, if I have to feel or can feel, <clears throat> excuse me, those, hard things and I can also feel and I'm also allowed to feel and notice the lovely light easy joyful things and maybe all that is needed to let in a little joy is to allow ourselves a little bit of time and quiet and space 
and just being present to what's here right now. And maybe we do need to commit to that just a little to filling our own cups up, you know, so that we can with moments of joy. I find my cup filling things, my joyful things are often in the intentional parts of my day. So how I set myself up you know, and how I, so in the morning, my first cup of coffee brings me immense joy (laughs) sitting and journaling and paper and pen and tarot cards with my puppy next to me and the quiet before my son wakes up brings immense joy to me. And I intend, I do that intentionally. Um, and also it's in the observed moments that come up on their own and the everyday moments of everyday magic moments, you know, noticing returning from, um, summer into autumn here and there's often sort of a mist or a fog in the morning that then puts water droplets over all the spider webs that are inside or covering <coughs> excuse me I've got a bit of a sore throat um, covering the shrubs and you don't normally see these spider webs but because of the um, water droplets being placed on them it's just this beautiful eerie like tapestry that you don't normally get to see it's like hit a hidden landscape And it's beautiful. And just taking a moment to be like, what is around me that I can access right now that I can see that is everyday magic that will fill my cup, that brings me joy. Um, And my cup is filled with that. It's filled with those everyday magic moments. It's filled with deep, nourishing relationships. It's filled with gratitude. And it's filled with habit work. You know, I, I can create the habits that allow me to access joy. I make space for joy and then I sit back and I, all, I, you know, and I let it sneak in as well when it's ready. So I make the space, I set myself up for it. And I also am trying really hard <laughs> to create more presence uh, and less numbing out, more presence so that the unplanned moments of joy can come in as well. In the past little while, as much as, you know, this last weekend actually is the first weekend, probably my family and I felt a bit lighter. Um, a lot of our, a lot of our, um, source of sort of sadness and grief is coming from losing one of our dogs. Um, and she was very, very special to us. So it was, it's been hard and heavy. And I think this last weekend we allowed ourselves feel a little bit lighter and we were a little bit more, um, present with each other and, we let things be easy and simple, and it was really, really lovely. Um, and it really helped me as well to note the small things that brought joy and that filled my cup up recently. So as much as I felt guilty for that, I knew that they were important too. And I don't know where that guilt comes from. But so writing things out, the writing my list out, I have a huge big list of things that brought me joy. You know, noticing that the season is changing, the autumn signs of autumn. I love this time of year. It's my favorite. You know, there's a full moon right now. Last night, there was a big full moon. And I walked past the window and one of those moments where it captures you and, it, you know, oh, full moon, like gasp, you know, it's beautiful. And it's there. And I I knew it was a full moon, but I didn't really um, let it <laughs> percolate too much. So it caught me by surprise a wee bit when I went past the window and it, like that, where can we let that in a bit more and writing that down or noting it down. Um, and I feel like sometimes when we write things down, it gives them a bit more weight, you know, not only does it make it 
real sometimes for me. It can also remind us of what's good when things do feel really hard and when we feel out of touch with our cup filling things and with our joy. Um, it can change our perspective a bit. It can remind us to keep on the lookout and it keep our hearts open to what brings us joy. Um, and it gives us something to read back on and remember when we're really struggling. So I can always pull that list out and here's where I found joy before and can I find it again? You know, we know right now that being human is really hard, but it's also joyous and we're allowed to have both. We're supposed to have both. Um, if we are only letting ourselves have the hard without the ease and the fun and the happy and the joyful bit, then we aren't giving ourselves the full human experience and we can have both like life is both. And if you need it and maybe you need it, then maybe this we podcast is permission for you to go joy seeking. You know, how can you let a little bit more of the good shit in? <laughs> it's kind of desperately waiting. Um, It really wants to come in because here's the thing. Joy is happening all around us all the time right now. Like all, all the time. And when we are in survival mode or we're in a place where we've sealed ourselves off from that, then it feels like it's not available. But if we can just crack open a window, crack a little, the seal a wee bit, open the door a tiny bit and just invite it in and just be open to it coming in, then then you start to notice the, the things that are around. Um, and two of the ways I work with people are through tarot readings and they're tarot readings that are, um, through the lens of coaching, life coaching, um, a life coaching model and coaching um, tips and hints and perspectives. And the other thing I do is habit work. And both of these can be used to help cultivate more joy in our lives. And if you are a tarot puller, <laughs> a tarot reader for yourself or for others, um, you know, Tarot definitely has medicine for every part of our life. So you can be damn sure that there's definitely cards for joy. Um, I There's too many to mention. Um, but some of the ones that really support joy, I find, are the Empress, which is really important when you're wanting to work on um, increasing your capacity for receiving. Um, receiving is really difficult for us. But so knowing that you're worthy of receiving um, you know, increasing your ability to receive, whether it's that moment of wind on your face, you know, sun on your toes, noticing things around, that's a gift. Can we receive that? Um, can we receive support? Can we receive help? Can we receive what we, you know, the space and time we give ourselves? It's important to be able to allow ourselves to receive what is available um, the lovers for reminding ourselves that we are worthy of joy. Four of Wands is a really lovely, playful card. It's a big, deep rest and play card, putting our work down. And what's more joyful than that? Nine of Cups is for letting ourselves dream and daydream and wonder and imagine potential and possibility and hope. And again, so much joy in that. And the Ten of Cups is actually literally about seeing the joy that's all around us and taking those moments when joy comes to visit that we take the moment to notice and to appreciate. And of course, it can also be cultivated through habit work. You know, it's a practice just like anything else, right? 
you can develop the habit of looking for being open to and cultivating joyful moments in, our, in your life. Like we can all do that. Um, and, and one of the, a lot of the things that come up when I do habit work with the lovelies I work with is exactly that is how are they, they want to know how to bring in more joy, more fun, more play. And it often comes down to them wanting to be more themselves, come back to themselves and to be able to, and you know, a lot of that is just letting shit go, releasing certain things so that we can see what's already here for us. Um, I'm sitting in my living room because I was freezing today, curled up in a blanket and the fire's on and my puppy's cuddled next to me and I'm speaking to you and I'm thinking, well, this is a pretty joyful moment. <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, I hope that you're able to find moments of joy as well through this new season we're entering to autumn. And um, if there's any way that you think you could use a little support and a little, and perhaps a tarot reading, or perhaps uh, a coaching session or some coaching work would support you in this, then you would definitely be able to find the links in, um, on my website, which I will include in the show notes. So thank you very much for listening. And I hope that your autumn is as joyful as you can allow it to be. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work we do over on the website, shinetimecoaching.com and Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a wee review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and a whole lot of what you need. Until next time, take care, lovelies.